0: Um, I was thinking that I needed to start doing better intros to things because people, mm. people don't read my show notes. Mm-hmm. I don't read other show notes when I'm listening to podcasts, so I think I might even go back and redo them for all of my past ones of season two only. Um, anyway, so a bit of like background, so I don't have to go and record this later, is that we are in a hotel in San Diego following the Society for Neuroscience meeting. Mm -hmm. Is that okay to say that? Of course. Yeah. And we have been...
1: I think it's clear I'm a neuroscientist.
0: I think so, too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Cats out of the bag.
0: So if anyone really wants to know, they could go and look up Sarah of the 30,000 neuroscientists who are here right now and find out if they can match... All of the Sarahs. How many Sarahs do you think there are here? 2,500.
1: 2,500. Yeah. I'm willing to go over under on that. Right.
0: (laughs) If I was a programmer, Uh I could quickly write a program to scan the abstracts and find out how... Okay,
1: you can go set up your blockchain version of the (laughs) database. We'll get back to that. Right. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So I was thinking about... um, I, so I wanted to ask you about your new your new normal mm-hmm. and mm. what that is and how that feels to uh, have one, uh, if you think you even have one. I think you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, just... So I guess, yeah, what's your new normal? And how do you feel about your new normal?
1: Discuss. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so we've been talking sort of without publishing stuff over the past six, no, the past four weeks, probably, because since I started this new treatment that was around the end of September, I was keeping track of this in a diary, so I've made it up to 42 days of new treatment, and probably now like 49 days, which is almost seven weeks, so everything was totally... But loose and fancy for you for the first two weeks and I had just come off a break with chemo which I did over the summer and I was feeling great eating whatever I wanted um, not feeling tired back to working 12 to 14 hour days if I wanted not that it was advisable by anyone including you or me but it's just so easy to naturally fall back into those patterns when you feel like you're up to it. But then on week three of this drug, I definitely felt a stark change in wellness where I got side effects for the first time. That made me feel ill, like just not wanting to eat or eating food and feeling a lot of consequences for foods. And then also just feeling fatigue. Um, and some of the general stuff that comes with being on chemo, like lower back pain and mm. body soreness, muscle pain, um, dizziness, all that kind of stuff. So to be back there and then to be now in a situation where instead of doing infusions once every few weeks, I'm actually taking pills every night and then sort of going through a micro cycle of Feeling shitty, feeling better, feeling shitty, feeling better.
0: It really... Like within a day?
1: Yeah. 24 within a 24-hour period. period. Or maybe a little, like, another echo on top of that. If I have a really bad episode and then recover from it. Um, yeah, it was really frustrating this time because I had gone from feeling superb to being extremely shitty in the span of a few days. Right. Um... And I, at a couple of points in those first two weeks of getting side effects, I think I messaged you and expressed a lot of anger and frustration over this because I guess of some fear and some um, considering the potential reality that this was quote unquote the new normal and that I would have to go back to basically not focusing on work (coughs) at all or not prioritizing work and having to think only about what can I do from hour to hour that my body's going to allow me. So the good news is like, it's been four or five weeks since that started and I've, my body, well, I guess one, one thing we could mention and that I think we've talked a lot about too, is that I didn't want to start taking drugs right away to deal with side effects. Yeah. I really stepped back and said okay I wasn't not expecting side effects like it's part of the game in this and so when they came I knew what families of side effects to expect and that was what I was getting it wasn't anything surprising or concerning so I said to myself at that point I just want to step back and let my body do what it needs to do Mm -hmm. and see if they go away yeah because often you adapt over time And that did happen. So I was pretty excited and proud of myself for (laughs) making that decision. Yeah, that's but also proud of my body to to see what it could do. Yeah. A big thing was I also changed my diet dramatically and that helped a lot too. And I've been going to acupuncture a lot and that's been helping. But things sort themselves out and that was encouraging. So then as I was just saying, I kind of got back to the point where there is this sort of new normal.
0: I think you also might have adjusted your 12 to 14 hour days. <laughs> like not, I know you still do them, but yeah. you I think you probably started doing fewer of those after it hit full on.
1: During the time when I wasn't feeling well, I I went back to reducing my work hours for sure. And I think there was a a couple weeks where I didn't go into work very much. Yeah. And instead, just stayed home and slept if I needed to.
0: Which was probably something to acknowledge that yes. that was helpful in
1: addition <laughs> to these other things that you've done. That's true. I guess that's the part that slips my mind.
0: Yeah, and that's the important because often. when you when it slips your mind, you don't you're not making it a conse- like a a yeah consequence of feeling better. So it's easy to get back
1: into that routine and to not turn to that as a good strategy. For exactly. It. Yes, you're right. <laughs> Which you've been reminding me of a lot in the past few days. Right. <laughs> So no, that's really true. I I remember taking at least three days off on one occasion. And then leaving early, taking afternoons off, just getting out of Mm. the lab, but also out of a social situation because this comes up again and again. You don't realize how much energy just goes to interacting with people um, until you have a limited reserve and you have to do it. And then you don't realize how much energy it takes to just put pants on and go to the workplace or wherever you need to be. Yeah. And so if you can conserve that energy and just stay at home in your pajamas um, with your cat, then that's the best thing sometimes. Yeah. Totally. So all of that to arrive at this point now where we are sitting together in a hotel after a, a very intense conference for any neuroscientists who are listening, you know what this meeting is like. So I was a little nervous, even though I had established this new baseline where I felt like I had a good diet and a good amount of work that I was doing that I could manage. I put myself in a situation where I had to push really hard right before the meeting, and I overworked myself submitting a paper, and then I overworked myself again finishing my poster. So I didn't come into the meeting with a lot of energy, and I was a bit nervous about how it would go, but part of this new normal is if I work really hard, I have to make sure that I schedule time to not work at all and let my body recover. Mm-hmm. And so if that means taking a nap for the afternoon or if it means taking a whole day off and just giving myself the time to stretch attend to my body and do some yoga I have been before I came to the meeting I also made sure despite the overworking schedule I went to acupuncture twice a week those two weeks and we worked on a whole bunch of different things Um, yeah that it's just it's critical to take that time and if I don't take the time who knows what's going to happen I'm just not going to be able to function Right. and worst case scenario I would have to stop taking drugs for a little bit Right. right. if it reflects itself in my blood counts or my liver enzymes right. which so far have been really stable that's a good thing to note too yeah, so whatever I'm good. doing it's, and at least the drugs aren't pushing my <coughs> body so hard that they're throwing my immune system mm-hmm. and body function out of whack
0: Yeah, yeah yeah I like we sort of talked about this before but the idea that you're working you're working with the drugs like you're working with your body you know listening Mm -hmm. to it um recognizing when it needs a break more I mean I think even when you were like you knew when it was saying you needed a break but you're like I'm pushing through this one like I gotta go um and then you either suffer the consequences after or mm-hmm. you, you know, adjust or whatever, but you're you're definitely, like, you're, it seems like you're working with it, which is really, really amazing and beautiful, and, like, it seems harmonious.
1: Mm-hmm. You know?
0: Which is really something to be proud of.
1: Well, it comes back, I guess, a little, like what I just thought of was working with my oncologist in New York. hmm how his first things that he asks me when I see him are always how I'm doing in my life and in my career, because I suppose because he learned the first time we met that that's something that's very important and in, in the center of my life. Right. And so even though yeah, you were just saying I sometimes there comes a block and I'm exhausted, but I I push and I work through it now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's part of this career path in academia and I think any academic does that yeah for whatever reason whether it's being exhausted from having kids
0: mm-hmm.
1: having any other type of illness or health condition or just being in a period where you're trying to write a grant and submit a grant and yet you have all these other demands on your time mm-hmm. so it's in a way it's just part of the job but making being more much more mindful about when you sacrifice rest yeah. and well-being
0: yeah, and it's very different. Like, you know, academia, science, you know, any of that, and a lot of just people running their own businesses too. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not time based. It's product based. Yeah. So you can put in as much time as you want to, or need to, or have to, in order to get these products out. Mm-hmm. And you know, whereas some other people. You know, they clock in, they clock out, Um, they get their sick days. Like, there's no sick days in academia. Like, you don't tell anybody that you're sick. Like, you just have to, you know, modulate all of that with the products that you still need to get out. And so, Mm -hmm. it's challenging. And, yeah, and at different time periods in life, academics and scientists can do it, can go full on, and then they have to retreat or, you know, whatever it is for like you said a variety of
1: reasons so yeah but sabbaticals are built in kind of yeah around that or acknowledging that yeah
0: like forcing people <laughs> to take the breaks because
1: because you can't have insight and thought in times when you're pushing through and doing so much administrative work and yeah or similarly if you're doing experiments and collecting data you need time away to reflect on it yeah
0: definitely and it's such an it's so it's endless like Mm -hmm. i mean i think about that with my work in general like it just it it never ends like i have to end i have to have the willpower Mm -hmm. to like step away you know
1: i like what you were saying the other day about how you're you've trained yourself to to stop working when you're on a high or a period of yeah of good creativity and good energy and it motivates you to come back. I know it's a good practice to just even yeah. stop working at non natural boundaries, yeah. <laughs> yeah as you need to like taking
0: like actual breaks or mm-hmm. just putting in interjecting those holidays or vacation days or whatever it is
1: totally yeah,
0: yeah so so this is um, yeah, this is your your new normal. It is nice to, I think it's important, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's important Mm -hmm. for you to recognize what you have that other people um, go through not necessarily cancer Mm -hmm. and their career, but they go through other things that cause them to slow down Mm -hmm. um, so that you don't feel like this is just happening to you like it's a natural thing so- something is going to slow people down yeah right and so this is your thing and you know hopefully you get to come back up again mm-hmm. you know and or or not but you're also playing the long game like, Yeah. you're you're trying to like you have career goals that you're trying to achieve and you're not going to get there through a sprint no you're you're doing the marathon approach to get there right yeah. Yeah, which is important in recognizing like a new normal doesn't mean the goals change. It just means the the method to get there Mm. might change. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, that's a really good point. Mm. And it was interesting to me in the meeting and catching up with old old friends, other people, other contacts that. You know, some people have opened up to me a little bit about health issues that are going on in their lives, too. And realizing or not realizing that they need to take the time and deal with it. And they can't be effective at working without doing that. Right. And that maybe the same level of output is not going to be achievable or that we're all getting a bit older and... Not in my 20s anymore. Yeah. Some of us aren't in our 30s anymore. And it's just natural that your energy level goes a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. You have different kinds of energy to put into the work as opposed to just brute force. Yeah,
0: it's mature energy. Yeah, wise energy. It is wise. It feels different. (laughs) I mean, actually, even just thinking, like, you know, we went to bed pretty early many days. Mm -hmm. This weekend, thinking back to those, like conferences where I'd be like out till three in the morning but I remember also you know getting up at seven thirty or whatever it was to go to the conference and just being like dragging myself out of the yeah. bed and like oh my god how can I do this and it was so grueling whereas every single day this time it's like I just popped out of bed at like 6 a.m and wide awake you know and that just feels so Different, Yeah. And, you know, but it's just because we, we switched where the energy is coming from, you know? Yeah. So, and got a few more hours of sleep, but...
1: Well, and the time change doesn't help, I'm sure. Yeah. Does not, not help. Yeah. Helps. Doesn't <laughs> impede that. Exactly. But it's true. I feel the same way.
0: Um So, one other question related to people opening up yeah. is, um, are those people so they know your story, they know what's going on with you, yeah. um, how does it feel having shared some of your story so far? Like, that seems like one of the potential consequences. That In my experience, mm-hmm. that is a consequence of sharing is that people then come back and relate and even thank you for sharing so that they feel more like okay with their new normal mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Yeah. What would you say have been some of the consequences of sharing?
1: Well, I think for my... And not just like on the podcast, but yeah, just like in general, when you
0: talked like whenever you're talking about it.
1: Yeah, I think um, one of the biggest things I started doing that made a difference was just recording myself talking, and whether that's sharing with someone directly uh, and sending it to them, because I have sent voice memos to a few people now. Or putting it onto the podcast, or even just keeping it on my phone and re-listening to it when I need to remind myself how bad I can sometimes feel, but then how good I can sometimes feel shortly after. Um, That has been extremely therapeutic. (coughs) Probably because on some level, just having a feeling and talking it out is, um, you put it out there. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking back to one occasion in particular when I had an acupuncture sex- session that was focused on detoxifying. Since there's a lot of potential for overwork in the liver and kidneys, I gather from taking a lot of drugs, and especially chemo drugs. Uh, my acupuncturist has been working on kind of releasing that, and she did a, a more A longer like two cycles of letting energy pass and so after that session I felt exhausted and she warned me about that side effect but then I woke up and with that energy that I had from sleeping I just unleashed this anger and frustration and sadness about how frustrated I was with my new lack of ability to work as hard as I wanted or just frustration with what my body was not able to handle in those moments. And getting those feelings out and sharing them with you really helped me on that day. So, on a local level, that's really important. I think I've opened up to a few more of my colleagues also since this all started, or since we started doing voice memos in August. And that's been really helpful to help me feel less guilty I guess because there's a lot of um, I think probably the most internal pressure I put on myself is just to keep producing academic stuff at the same rate that I would normally which has been really hard to not be able to deliver on because it's not just me in that case that's affected my own frustration it's what I imagine to be um, expectations of all of my mentors and colleagues, of what they need from me, what they want and or need for themselves to advance in their own careers. If I'm the one who's dragging people behind, it, it feels pretty awful. And I don't think that anyone is placing those unrealistic expectations on me. It's on me at the end. Mm-hmm. But talking to the people I work with... Um, and just knowing that they're there to support me and that they understand has been really important. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, and I don't know if you're alluding to this and you're trying to lead me in this direction, but <laughs> this is one thing that know. we've talked a bit about too. Is I So what I've shared so far has been more of the... Scientist, rational side of me processing this experience. And a lot of my health um, care team have commented that I seem very level headed in how I am walking through this. (coughs) And I'm, as a scientist, a lot of it is information gathering. That's just my impulse. Bring the details that I need to make decisions together and then use the facts. Um, at least when deciding what treatments to do, and then in understanding what the treatments are doing to me. But one thing I alluded to in my last message that we posted, and that is very much a part of this too, is some pretty extreme emotions um, back and forth as different things come up and surprises happen, or even just as I get more tired or have more energy, there's there's huge highs feeling like overcome with joy that my body could recover from some of these side effects and I could feel quote-unquote normal again, but also some pretty dark fear and sadness and frustrations and uh, overwhelmedness at what I guess I've lost a little bit, sort of we all have those times when we realize we're not invincible and whether it's through just getting older or losing loved ones or losing your pet, even
0: Mm
1: -hmm. we're reminded that nothing's permanent and my life and the, the way I thought it would go has changed in a really big way, especially in the past six months. So Mm -hmm. I think, um, Coming back to your original question of what's the benefits of sharing all of these things I've been doing, whether it's talking to myself or talking to other people, take time, but have been really important because I feel like I need to sit more with that reality. And um, part of how I have adapted and gotten a new normal is by just allowing myself to think about it and feel it Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and understand what it means to me Mm
0: -hmm. yeah and like you said expressing it or just recording it whether it's for yourself or for other people or, Mm -hmm. or for nothing but there's just something about taking things outside of our body and our head and our brain and our mind and and putting them into a new form like it takes on a different energy it reflects back at us a different energy and i
1: don't know
0: i i don't know what it is but there's something about that
1: there really is yeah (laughs) i guess the original philosophers all talked right did they sit in the olive grove and talk out loud yeah do we know that i guess they couldn't write there was no paper there's Uh. paper
0: Yeah, there was paper.
1: There's stone tablets.
0: I think, yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, someone recorded Plato's dialogues, right? Exactly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I don't think they had a printing press yet, because that was much later. (laughs) Any
1: history people listening to this are going to be appalled at our timelines.
0: Well, that's okay. That's okay. We don't profess to be history people.
1: We're experts in other things.
0: Yes. Um... But yeah, yeah, I mean, there all these different forms of, like, of communicating it is, I don't know, I mean, I don't want to go, I thought this was kind of a nice end, and I was thinking we could break into some of those ups and downs that we can talk about, whether mm-hmm. whether um, I can share those or not, but, um, yeah, just, I don't know, listening to other people go through you know their ups and downs is connective, it's Mm -hmm. connective like you know however you share that with people you know whether it's like in a full public platform or it's just like one-on-one but it makes me really happy to know that you've sort of felt more compelled to share whatever little pieces with whoever around you Mm -hmm. exists and yeah. I think that's part of the therapy that mm-hmm. along with everything else, that's the holistic approach, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know. So
1: So maybe we'll tag on to this depending on how long we've been talking. Yeah. But we could put on some memos yep. that I left you. Okay. From some of those more vulnerable okay. moments. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Andy is so excited right now. I am so excited.
0: Um final
1: thought um it's been i mean it's we don't get to do this sit in the same room and record something together very often so this has been fun being together agree and i'm really happy to report i survived the meeting Yay! but with careful balance of resting and um doing actual conference things yeah supported very much by mandy
0: and my sleep energy that was like through osmosis giving you a calmer sleep
1: yeah that was pretty exciting i slept for eight hours straight without waking up for the first time since i can remember yeah
0: it's a big thanks achievement to my energy
1: thanks mandy just kidding
0: you have some role in it too but
1: I'm, I'm sure probably
0: the pillows the pillows were really great yeah so there's lots of contributions <laughs> okay all right good job